0: Hi, if I could take a moment of your time before we start, if you've enjoyed previous episodes or if you enjoy this episode, if you could subscribe on the platform that you listen to, that would be really helpful. It helps us get more guests and push the podcast forward. Thanks.
1: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Car Chat Podcast and with us today, with me today, we have Max Girardo. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello everyone and hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you have been on the podcast before, we did one, uh, an initial one back in 2020 and uh, we sort of covered a bit of your background and journey to date um, and then we did another catch up in 2021. Um, but for the people that have not come across you and sort of where we are, um, can you tell a little bit about of who you are and what you do yeah 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 yeah. so uh obviously max max Dorado. um uh
2: what do i do cars cars love cars (laughs) i just i just i just cars i just love cars um i'm lucky i get to play with cars every day i sell cars buy cars Broker cars, so we're we're a classic car, if you want to call it that, or collectible car. We'll we'll come on to the terminology. You, so used car salesman. Used, used used car salesman. I have to say that is something that I sometimes use when I'm at a dinner party, just yeah. so I don't have to have the whole the car chat with people that <laughs> don't know that much about them. Used car salesman. Um, the uh, higher the mileage, the better. No, just kidding. Uh, used car salesman. Uh, we're in Oxfordshire, um, just outside of Oxford, in a little village called Stadhampton, where we've uh, bought a farm i think the first time we did our little chat i was in uh, we were in central london we were in fulham i say central london i'm cheating in fulham <laughs> south west london uh so we've moved out to to rural oxfordshire where we bought a farm uh we've converted some barns to to move the cows out and now we've got sort of a car classic car car showroom a couple of barns um and uh, we're currently sitting in my office having a chat about cars i hope
0: yeah that's that's actually it's so last time we were talking about this earlier and how placing time sometimes is a lot easier when you're placing the cars because i came in a car and i was like <laughs> okay it was about that time um but when i came last which was when the last time we recorded a podcast you had one sort of side of the showroom the, the bit i'm pointing behind me yeah. um which was a bit like a garage-esque
1: i think yeah at that point so when in time. yeah
2: exactly when we bought the the, the property that was a a four space garage with a gym behind it yeah uh, and a pool table and a sort of a playroom and an office and we've sort of opened it up completely um uh, and now we've got uh, some very fancy lighting and at the moment there'll be probably more at the moment we've got four ferraris in the uh, uh in the showroom we've connected two buildings so that's going to be our reception area so when you uh, when you arrive there'll be
0: coffees over there and, yeah. uh, and the first taste of uh, of cars it's quite a is a serious hit of cars when you walk in there, not in terms of volume, but in terms of like what is sitting there right now. Because mm-hmm. when you say you sell cars and mm-hmm. you know, used <laughs> old cars, I presume that actually when you meet people that you've never met before and you say I yeah. sell cars, they probably go through their mind all sorts of different things. Yeah. What have we currently got sitting so in that currently, room? So
2: we, uh, we thought we'd do so it's a, it's a sort of a small, uh, petite showroom, that, that one there. And so we'd like to tr- we're trying to do it themes. Uh, so at the moment we've got a Ferrari theme going on in the uh, uh, in the showroom, and we've got a Ferrari competition theme. So we've got four uh, competition Ferraris uh, in order of age. We'll do it. Uh, we've got a Ferrari Five Twelve M, so it's a sports prototype from the nineteen seventies. Yeah. That's the car that would race against the 917s. You know, you see the pictures of Ferrari and Porsche battling at yeah. Le Mans. The Gulf livery Nine Seventeen. Well, the uh, the nemesis to the Nine Seventeen Porsche was the Ferrari Five Twelve uh, M. Uh, sports prototype. Uh, then right across from it is a 1982 Ferrari BBLM. Uh, so uh, again, another Ferrari prototype. That particular car has done 24 Hours of Daytona, uh, has done Le Mans 24 Hours twice in two different liveries. Nice. Right now, it's in what I think is a super cool livery. It's uh, it's pop art. So uh, so it was delivered new to Potsy, and uh, they got a red racing Ferrari, 12 cylinders, you know, mid-engine, based loosely based on the on the boxer. And they had a, an artist come in, and he painted like pop art. So it's got like clouds and birds on it, and it's sort yeah. of it's real sort of sort of seventies uh, pop art, which I think is really uh, really cool. Um, then next in the line up, we've got a 550 uh, Prodrive. So that's a GT1 car, um, probably. The most, one of the most successful GT1 cars of all time. There are ten cars built. There's a great story behind them. I'm very passionate about them. Yeah, there's a book about them. Where well, I, I own, I don't own particularly this car, but we own um, another uh, 550 GT1. So it's it's a sort of a pet project of uh, of mine. I'm uh, I'm a really big fan of that. And then across from it uh, is uh, much more modern times, a 458 uh, GTE. So an X 458 GTE entered by Ferrari, car number 51. Um, oh. at uh, at Le Mans uh, driven by uh, Tony Villander and Kobayashi.
0: That's cool. Yeah. So when did they a car like that, how's that come round to being sold? Who managed to get so hold interesting? Of it? How did
2: so of a so bit um, So a little or or a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a and uh, and of a little were retained, were owned by of a little bit of backing. Uh, okay. So of the So of their their of one of the gentleman drivers, so those cars, they all have a pretty similar history. They do, they do the works cars anyway. They do one year of works, so WEC full yeah. season supported by by Ferrari. The following year, they generally go in the Pro Am, so they do one year Pro Am Le Mans, and and uh, and then after that, they uh, they generally get sold. And one of the AMs that drove the car in uh, in uh, in period bought the car because he wanted to uh, wanted to to keep it because that's the car he did uh, did Le Mans. nice. So that's quite cool. I mean, if you I tell you, if you go and do Le Mans twenty four hours. I think it's cool to, like, own then the car, right? And keep it. Yeah. When you have your friends over, you can be like, yeah, that's the car I raced at Le Mans.
0: <laughs> and especially if that then, like, won or whatever prior to your ownership. I heard a story, I think, about... It was someone who was running a... Or had bought... The contract part of it is the, is the interesting part. I think it was a 488 GT. Yeah. And he, or he was being asked to basically buy it before... It yes. done any of the racing.
2: So that's definitely, yeah, that's that's now with modern racing, uh,
0: it's definitely a big thing.
2: Um, so so even the uh, the 499Ps, the two 499Ps that we've seen yeah, them the those cars are actually sort of sold or pre-sold, if you like. Oh, really? So, so somebody owns, can you imagine if you own that car and then you go to Le Mans, you watch it, God, is it going to finish? Is it <laughs> going to finish? Is it going to win? And if it wins, like you don't know yeah. what the end result is, but those cars are owned by collectors and you sign a contract, you pay up, and, uh, and, but you only take delivery of your car after whatever contract, years, four years yeah. or, or you know once they're, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're out of date. So that's actually quite a, a common uh, common thing. And, and they're not cheap. I mean, oh, you're I buying imagine. a car that is worth millions and Ferrari will tell you when you can take delivery, <laughs> <when> <laughs> you're allowed to, if you're allowed to have it at home, are you allowed to drive it? But pretty cool thing, right? Pretty that cool is, voyage to go on.
0: That is pretty cool. And then this year, this year, Ferrari said, oh yeah, we're going to do like a customer racing version. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's phenomenal. So we're doing 25,
2: 499, what are they called? P s p, p modificators, XX, modificators or something? p, yeah, p uh, They're all sold. Um, and I tell you, it's, I was down at the Ferrari finals in, in Mugello and I was just talking to to some of our clients. The amount of people that want one that can not get one, you know. Oh, really? It, 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 I was blown away. And, you know. Modern cars, a new special limited edition comes out and the manufacturer says, oh yeah, they're all sold. They're all sold. Maybe I'll get you one or we're all the other.
0: Six months time. Oh, we found you.
2: This one, Ferrari, there's 25 cars. They are definitely, definitely, definitely all gone. I have searched. I've like called everyone I know to try and find one for a client. He's like, it's not possible they're all sold. I spent a lot of time with this.
0: Yeah, I can tell you they are all (laughs) sold. Gone.
2: Like the first
0: day. Well, I imagine if you are, let's say you're racing, the sort of person that might be racing at Le Mans in GT or something, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're pretty into your cars. You're pretty into racing. You're pretty into Le Mans. You're currently racing in the top class that you are allowed to with a manufacturer other than like LMP2, which is sort of going away that the option of buying that car. It's just mad. It's just mad, isn't it? (laughs) It's
2: just, (laughs) it's actually, it's actually amazing. I mean, it's eye wateringly expensive. Mind you, racing is just expensive right It there, is. there is i don't care what anyone says there is no such thing as cheap racing like no. literally there is no such thing <laughs> as cheap racing
0: i remember i think it was even go if i went back to like my first track day yeah you don't add up really add up the costs of the day until down the line you're like oh i need new discs like, that's oh, uh, that, that's called the man maths <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like, i can afford the fuel uh, i don't know about tires i don't know about all that sort of stuff
1: <laughs>
0: so coming back to the, the cars in there on the way here i was thinking about your christmas video oh, so yes. th- this is going out mm, i don't know it'll probably be after christmas because christmas is pretty close now um and so a few of those few of those all of those some of those are in the video. One of those. One of those is in the video. One of those, yeah, yeah, the five twelve M. The five twelve M. And I was trying to remember the name of that car, and I was like, I feel like they called five twelves, <laughs> but then I was like, but then there's the BB LM, which is also a, a five twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how does the naming around that time period work? So there, it's down to um,
2: five liters and twelve okay. cylinders. So five twelve is a uh, is a is a five liter twelve cylinder car. I, the, the 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 naming in Ferrari is always um, there's always some connection to the mecha- I say always um, F twelve maybe Ferrari and twelve. I don't know about F twelve. Is, is that Ferrari and twelve cylinders? I don't know. I feel like there often was yeah. uh, was some mechanical connection to the uh, yeah. uh, to the uh, to, to to the number. Um, what is eight twelve then?
0: 800 horsepower, 12, 800,
2: 812 horsepower. <laughs> it's, 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 like it's, not that, it's not, that many horsepower. <laughs> I've no idea. It's 12 cylinders. It's, Got 12 it's, cylinders. 12. And they made more than eight. <laughs> and they,
0: more than eight. And they, they haven't done the Porsche thing where they just call everything turbo. Oh
2: yeah. Jeez. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I am actually amazed in the, in the world of modern cars, the amount of special editions, limited editions that, uh, that come out. We, we deal in. In classic cars, if you want to call them that, so yeah. well you saw by the you know 1970s, 80s, 60s, um, a few cars, few pre-war cars from the 30s. So, so that's that's our daily sort of bread and butter. I don't, we don't really get involved in the brand, brand new cars. So I sort of look at the modern car market a little bit from the uh, from the outside. Doesn't mean we'll yeah. we'll have a LaFerrari or an Enzo, but we don't sort of we're not like a supercar dealer where we're getting the allocation for the next one. So yeah. I look at it from the outside, and I have to say the amount of limited editions special editions, new manufacturers that are coming out now, there's, I feel like there's a real boom. I mean, it's I quite, quite something. It's a real boom. But also or am I
0: just being really old and boring? Or <laughs> is it like a rebranding, as in like, not by the company, of, but of what a normal production car is? I think it depends on the manufacturer and stuff like that. But um, was it, I think if you look at something like a McLaren
1: mm-hmm.
0: 720S, for yep. example, there is a possibility that there's a lot, there's less 720s. It's all Ferrari, like a 488 mm-hmm. versus Pistas and yeah. Pista Spiders. There might be less 488s than there are Pistas yeah, and Spiders. I yeah, yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. And they're just going, this is the special one, and everyone wants to buy the special one. Mm-hmm. Good marketing. It is good marketing. Good marketing. Good marketing. Yeah. But it yeah. does make, like, being that person that goes right, where if you're looking at the older stuff, special ones there's less of them yeah. and, and like significantly less um for sure like 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 the the, the numbers yeah exactly
2: yeah. right the numbers of cars that that sort of now you think i mean in our world an f40 you know that's 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 it's sort of it's a limited production car but actually there's quite a lot of them really yeah. in the world of classic cars by normalized sort of production uh, uh production numbers that's you know over a thousand, is it? Well, 1,400 f forties, an, an unknown number between, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: the yeah exactly right, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> that <laughs> no one will ever know. <laughs> With those cars, they get gaining in popularity, like f forties, f fifties. I mean, they're really popular at the moment. Do you think, because there's still a lot of them, but do you think we're starting to see? We definitely seem starting to, to seem to be getting to the point where, even though there's a lot of them, there's a lot of people that want them.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure, and and you know those cars are. I don't want to say it's a great brand, right? Everyone understands Ferrari. Everyone is—it's—it's—it's a—I it's a, say it's easy to understand, no But but it is a, a brand we can all relate to. Yeah. Um. And so if you're getting into cars, right? Um. It's a lot easier to think, oh, you know what? I'm going to buy a Ferrari. What are the special ones? Or what are the what are the you know the F40, the F50? They're part of the the the, the supercar, the set. Mm. So it's cars. that's like as really easy access point to get into they're very liquid um you can buy them you can sell them there's always someone that wants to wants there's always is there's, there's probably more demand i mean depends on price of course but yeah. but generally there is someone out there looking for an f50 that would like a really a really good car so so those cars appeal to a lot of people uh and and even the younger buyers the yeah. younger generation i have seen there's a bit of there's a definite change so so the guys coming into the market now the new buyers that are getting into cars they're looking at F50s, F40s, maybe even two at eight GTOs, but not so much the 1950s cars. Yeah, Their 50s cars are, are sort of having a little bit of a cool off. Now, it doesn't mean they're going down in value, but they're just not as popular uh, uh, any, anymore. It's just a slightly different type of, uh,
0: type of buyer. And that's like moving forward. It's an interesting one to try and not say like work out, but like historically there are cars that there's not very many made of, doesn't necessarily make them valuable. Correct. Now we've got lots of limited edition cars, lots of combustion engine cars. Everything's going to go electric. Is everything going to be really valuable? Is nothing going to be valuable <laughs> at all? Yeah. yeah. Are only cars that you can drive on tracks become valuable? Are they, is that going to get banned? It's it's a pretty interesting time
2: of uh, of change. I mean, uh, you know, I actually get this question quite a lot like what's going to happen to our you know <laughs> yeah. actual everyone wants to know well i I can you know i always i give the example of uh of sort of turn of the century um everyone used to go around by horse right there was a time i don't know 18 late 1800s like you if you were coming to record a podcast <laughs> yeah, would've you would've have come, a horse, yeah you would have come uh, you would have come on a horse and then one day um we were there were probably you were probably your 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 ancestor was recording podcasting What's gonna happen? is this guy that's invented cars. There's gonna be cars everywhere. What's gonna yeah. happen to our horses? He's like, you know. So wh- what happened is the horses and the, the horse industry still exists. There are horses, I would say, everywhere. But you use horses to go on hacks, on races, on riding for recreational yeah. purposes. However, you know, no longer take your horse to go to the pub. You take a take a car. So so same thing with the uh, with the combustion engine. Probably what will happen is the special cars we'll keep and we'll use for special events, rallies, tours, uh, track days, racing, um, things that are a bit more special. But when you're going to have to go to the pub or to the supermarket, you will probably use an electric car. So same, I think, I think I don't know, the crystal ball, but I think that's what's going to happen. And so the less interesting cars, Opel course or Vauxhall courses or, you know, like things that are really not that yeah. exciting will probably sort of die away. But the the special cars the 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 ones that are that are interesting fast collectible uh will will become hopefully even more desirable because there'll be uh there won't be any uh any more but there'll be a big differentiation you know all the other stuff will just yeah get
0: squashed and disappear yeah because it was if you're looking at cars let's say we were 10 years in the future and we're not you're gonna be able to get fuel for a long time yes um, and you're not i don't think they're ever gonna ban us flat nope. out from driving you might not be able to drive in a city or something like that correct yeah um, if you're looking back from 30 years time at sort of special cars that are around now what are the ones that the hardcore enthusiasts who are still trying to drive them care about
1: because mm-hmm.
0: we could have that thing where you look at it and go i mean i really like that i really liked a 997 gt3 rs or whatever but i couldn't care less about a uh, something else yeah that was around the time and then all those cars, like how does that, how is that going to work out like in terms of these, some cars could just, there's just be a huge difference in values between huge, I mean, huge difference. And, and probably you're going to have to have someone to house
2: them. Maybe the infrastructure um might get a bit more, uh, a bit more, uh, you'll have a little bit more infrastructure to own a petrol engine, uh, yeah. uh, petrol engine. So I guess it
0: would um, become, it would become more like race cars. Yeah yeah it'll become exactly right it'll
2: become more like uh like like race cars and the cars will be for fun for special occasions for special special events um i it's a bit like maybe a little bit like almost like owning a a a hypercar today it's unlikely you'll take your hypercar to waitrose to do the shopping yeah. you use it for i don't know whatever it is for to go to goodwood or use it to, to for a drive to goodwood or use it for a a rally or an event or a, or a Cars and Coffee. So that, that's going to be probably yeah. how it'll go forward. And God knows, let me ask you, do you think there'll be any interesting electric cars? Yeah, there will be. I mean, I have to say, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but recently I was like, I, th- I was thinking, there's actually some, not own one, but there's actually some kind of funky electric cars. So So maybe there'll be some collectible electric cars as well oh yeah totally i think i think so i think i'm not completely to... against them i know there's some people like oh no die electricity must die <laughs> <laughs> no I,
0: i'm not in that camp at all i think tool for a job in terms of you, you pick the right thing for the right situation and, what, and also with something
2: I, I can understand you might not like them but we don't have to sort of necessarily like crush them all <laughs> No, <and> they, <laughs> we ain't gonna win this battle
0: no one's coming <laughs> for your petrol cars like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's an interesting one. Um, you sell a lot of competition cars and then also some road cars. Yeah. I don't know what the mix is. I guess it changes all the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, in terms of selling competition cars, is it much harder? Does it take longer? Is it more, is it trickier to sell a competition car? Because I guess you're going to say it depends.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a more specialized
0: Right, so, so if you take a road car,
2: um, whatever it is, a, an equivalent road car, an equivalent competition car, for sure the pool of people that are interested in the road car is bigger than the people that are interested in competition cars. Yeah. So, so for sure there is a smaller pool of people. Having said that, there is generally, if you, if you can compare the road equivalents of a, of a, of a competition car, there's, there's fewer competition cars. Yeah. You know? So the, the, you know, th- there isn't as much choice. There's less, less of them on the market. At the um uh, at the uh, at the same time, so there's a there's there is you do have a slightly more captive audience, um but it is a lot more a lot more specialized. But when you when you sell a few of them, you sell a few competition cars, then people that like those kind of cars start to come to you, and you you can you make a bit of a a niche a uh, uh, a bit more of a, like a I don't want to say we're specialized, in them, but we have a bit of a niche in that market where if someone wants a competition car, they'll probably call us, and we're 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 quite into it. So so it's probably more difficult. To get in at first, but yeah. once you're in and you start to know the right, uh, the right, the right people, then it's quite, it's quite easy to maintain. But it's, uh, but you get a bit of momentum. Whereas, if you're just selling road cars, it's probably an easier access point. If you're, if you're just starting from scratch, yeah. you know, okay, I want to sell some cars. I wouldn't recommend getting into this world and start selling competition cars because it's quite, it's, it is quite difficult once if you don't have the prior contacts and experience. Yeah,
0: and then you see, for example, the four cars in there. We're talking pretty high-end, great hmm. sort of versions, good history and all that sort of stuff. Are you quite careful with what you can sign? Or does it then almost come down to just like, well, if, it's, if they're happy to sell it for the right price, it will eventually no, sell? Yeah, we're,
2: we are super, super, super careful. And, 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 and that room, you know, we decided to do a Ferrari competition room. And if you look at that room, we, have, we only have cars that we are happy with the history, or happy where we think are are really good examples of what uh, of, of yeah. each of each model. And it's not it's not just a matter of, as a matter of fact, probably slightly. Um, uh, we'll we're happy to push the envelope a little bit, you know. And if a car is a bit more expensive, but if it's worth, I'm a firm believer. If it is a great car, the great cars are always there's never going to be cheap. We got to yeah. realize that if you want a great anything it's never going to be cheap. It's never going to be the cheapest out there. Yeah. So, uh, so I would rather, we're, we're, we're definitely advocates of buy the best and I'd rather have the best car for sale. Um, yes, it'll be a bit more expensive, but also when you come to sell it, it'll also always be, if it's the best one, it'll always be the most valuable yeah. one. In whatever, whether it's a Fiat 500 or a Ferrari 250 GTO, whichever, you know, the best one of each will always be the most valuable and, and the easiest easiest to to sell if you have to sell if you have the best one it's just a matter of drop the price a little bit and there's always someone there yeah so so we are very very keen and very careful in in trying to select the right cars that we want to uh, offer and, and and you know in our world we have a we have sort of a a, a nice very sort of tight-knit sort of world our, our clients our best clients they sort of tend to we have like a I don't want to say a family but our best clients deal with us a lot yeah so also for 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 us if you one of our best clients and i sell you a car i'm always happy to take it back um, because i know it's a i know it's a good car yeah. you know and 90% of our business is repeat business nice. we don't we sell very few cars to one person once and then uh, and then never again i always we always say in the office of, if someone comes here and buys a car and never buys again a car car from us again it's almost like we've failed we've dropped the ball somewhere <laughs> they, yeah. the experience here should be good enough that you come back and because we want you to come back and we want to have the cars back as well
0: yeah, absolutely. Is it, does it get to the point where, I imagine in the sort of classic racing circles, if you want to do the events, for example, if you've got the best 512M, for example, that car is significantly easier to sell than like, I don't know how many of those particular cars there are, but like the worst, for example, or even yep. like middle of the pack, yeah. Is there a significant drop off, basically? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, a car,
2: uh, and especially with competition cars, uh, if they have race history, they've had their bumps and they've had their bangs. So, you know, a car that—I mean, taking extreme example, a car that's been written off and then resurrected from its ashes is probably like worth ten percent or twenty percent of the very best one in the uh, yeah. uh, in the world. And and you you know, you mentioned events if you have a great car it's also a ticket to entry to all the events if you have the le mans winning class, you know the the, the 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 le mans winning 550 pro drive you are always welcome and invited everywhere you know yeah. for for the for the 100th year anniversary that's the car they had parading in front of yeah. the 100th year of le mans that's one of the cars that had parading in front of everyone goodwood always invites it uh pebble beach will like to have the le mans winner for you know i'm taking yeah. like an extreme example but it's also a ticket to entry to a lot of events, yeah. and and uh, and 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 I think that it's, it's nice if you love cars. It's nice to be uh, to be invited and share these things, right?
0: Yeah, totally. And I'm always amazed when I go to have been to like Le Mans Classic and stuff like that. And you will walk past some garages and you'll be like, "Oh, hang on a minute, this is one person's set of cars <laughs> yeah. for this event, and it might be six cars that they can use in six different yeah. Yeah. Six different, different events." And so there's some big, you know, there's some big budgets going around here. And most people seem to turn up by jet and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) So you go, okay, well, these cars are expensive, but they're not expensive relative to yachts and planes and all that sort of stuff. So the budgets are there. Yes. It's just, is the value good? And also, is it, like you say, is it going to be my ticket to, and I only want the one that will.
2: And, and you know, there is, there is, there is value in that as well. Right. I mean, it, it's not a it's not a money can't buy experience, but uh, but to be you know invited to parade to be the person leading the the, the parade, I was super lucky. We we sold the two fifty LM um uh, from uh, nineteen sixty four um uh, sorry sixty five two fifty LM, and I was super lucky that uh, that I got to drive it. And we were nice. invited to lead out the Ferrari race at Goodwood this year. So it was cool. us and 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 two other uh, uh, two other GTOs, and if you have the car you get invited but it's sort of a if you don't have the car you just it's not like i can buy a ticket to do that yeah. it's, it's sort of a money can't buy experience unless you have the car there is no access to it so there is there is something quite nice about these old cars that they give you also access to a certain certain event certain lifestyle and you meet some great people you know you're in the uh, you're in the in the mixing in the in the right circles yeah. if you're lucky enough to to own one so there's more to it than just the car
0: what on those cause we're looking okay we've just been talking about this let's Sorry. say the sort of top <laughs> yeah. of the price end of, of that spectrum but there are also cars that will get you into stuff that are let's say trying almost like the bottom but they are interesting yeah are oh, yeah, a- absolutely well can you give me an example of some things that are sort of like lesser known but would get you invited on yeah i mean i like mean that? Uh, you know,
2: millimilia. So, so every event in the classic car world, every event has its own rules, mm. um, uh, for for eligibility of cars and, and entry. So, so millimilia, for example, it is a car. You have to have a model or a car that has done the millimilia. That model has to have done the millimilia in right. period, right? So, you, if if that car did not do it, there is no chance you can uh, you can get in. But if you want to enter the millimilia, for example, not everyone, but Mercedes Benz brings 25 wings. So if you have a goldwing, which is a very valuable car and you want to enter chances are you're not going to get in. Yeah. However, if you have a Fiat Topolino, like a like a like a little Fiat Fiat Topolino, um uh you will almost guaranteed an entry because no one actually really enters a yeah. Topolino. It's a long to be fair it is it's a long way to go in a tiny tiny little car, but there's an example of a a little tiny car yeah. will almost guarantee that you'll get, uh, get, get an entry into, uh, into an event like the, uh, like the Millimilla. So I, I think it's really sweet. You know, we always, you're right, we have this habit of looking at the big, the big ticket items yeah. and so on. But there are some really, really sweet little cars that, uh, that, that will give you access to some great, uh, great events as well.
0: Yeah, and I think it must be difficult if you're, if you're getting into that world and you're like, like, I know if, if I was like, oh, you can go to Le Mans Classic and drive the car you want to drive. For me, uh, right now, that might be like a 996 RSR or a 997 RSR or something like that. Because they just have a particular thing in my mind. Mm-hmm. But you also might go, okay, Porsche, there's the chance of there being some Porsches there already. Yeah. Very high. Yeah. So, mm." Um, you probably shouldn't go for that unless you're. You've got the one exactly right. Exactly right.
2: So you think, okay, what else did that? Did you know did a nine nine six race again? So I mean, I, I've got a really good friend, and and he races. Uh, he's got a he's got a TBR, which is yep. super cool, right? Like, yeah, how yeah, yeah, cool yeah. is it to go to I, I to? I have to have to say, I'm a big fan of finding the cars that are a bit different from yeah. uh, from 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 everyone else. Totally, you know. Um, I've a I've a I have a client that bought an Alpha Thirty Three Daytona, which is like. You could buy a 906 Porsche in that category you could buy. But he's like, no, you know what? I'm going to have a 33 Daytona because it's different because no one else. And he went on this rally and he was like the star of the show. There were more yeah. valuable cars. Was, it was was like super t- but in his alpha because no one ever sees one. So I think that's that's there's something to be said about thinking outside the box. Totally.
0: Well. Yeah. And thinking of those grids um, at Lake Le Mans Classic, actually, that like kind know some people that run some TVRs. I think they're the only people that run TVR, yeah, I think so they TV the probably can't know be the same people. In, <laughs> same people. Um, and then there was someone who was running a Morgan. Yeah, that? Cool a blue is that? Morgan like yeah. GT3 type thing. And you're like, all you see all these things, and you're like, that like, what is this? Like <laughs> sitting next to this crazy Ferrari, and you're like, it doesn't even look that serious. But at the time, yeah, they, they competed, like they, they managed to get the, an entry together. The Toyota Supra, there's a guy there's yeah, Toyota Supras, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah.
2: there are some really cool different uh, different cars, and sometimes we're a little bit guilty of uh, of sort of following the uh, following the pack and think oh you know well, but, but whether it's in road cars I think or in um, uh, or in race cars totally. even in, the, in the road cars sometimes like, cri- we ca- I'm going to criticize all of us yeah <laughs> all of us car lovers we tend to sort of follow on as like oh you know everyone has whatever it is um, no offense a 911 percent hundred percent I'm, gonna 100%, get, 100%. I'm, I'm gonna following get, I'm, the pack you're following the pack I mean there's good reason right it's practical. It's good. It's reliable. It's well built. It's not. It's not like you know, stupidly expensive yeah. compared to the, some other cars. So there is good reason. But sometimes it's quite fun to uh, to think outside the box. It, it and is, and it's
0: a challenge as well. It know? is a like challenge. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not easy. So on road cars, last time I saw you, you had a Julia. So fun. I am.
2: Uh, Do you still am, have that?
0: I I still have that. So so good memory. Good memory. Uh, I still have that because.
2: Two reasons. One is left, <laughs> yes, <it's> left field. <laughs> I bought a brand new uh, It was one of the first, whatever it is, 500 cars, which is manual. And then they didn't make the manual anymore. A manual? Yeah. Okay. I didn't so, know I, they were manual. Yeah, there's only 500 manual cars. So I bought a brand new um is manual. And after about two years' ownership, I thought, oh, maybe I'll sell it. And I looked at the depreciation. It was just so much. I thought, I'm just going to buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so to keep on to that theme, so it was time for a new car for me. And I was—I looked at the uh, the you know a BMW M3. I looked at the the Mercedes. I looked at an Audi, you know, RS4, RS6. Yeah. So um, uh, I now thought, no, I still want to be different. Uh, so I have a Stelvio Quadrifoglio. Okay. In uh, in it's called Montreal Green, sort of a quite a sort of a three layer green. Nice. Um, uh, I I do have a soft spot recently for like non black. Or non-gray cars. <laughs> this is, at the moment is my thing. Is I don't want a black or a gray car. You know, you drive down the M forty or whatever the M twenty five, and you look. You, you you try when you're driving home tonight. You look out and you think, oh my god, everyone has like a gray, black, you know, white. If they're really, you know, it used to be all cars used to be red. There's not even red cars anymore. Everything's just gray and black. And why why can't we have a yellow car? And you look at some, what's wrong with yellow? No one yeah. has yellow cars. And like, it's I something, want a yellow car. By I, the way, midlife crisis. This is what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think well, colors make people happy, a hundred percent. And I think a lot of people. I'm trying to be more colorful in terms of car ownership. So we bought another little Peugeot recently, in it, and it's red. Um, Good. And we had quite a bright blue one before, but I was like, we need a different color other than blue. I've had loads of blues. <laughs> um, and every time I see a color that's in a in like a nice, bright, whatever, it puts a smile on my face when I see it. And you do think it's the amount of like just. Grey and then it gets dirty and it's all just like greyy blacky <laughs> yeah, blue yeah, on yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. it? You work on the way,
2: <laughs> on the way home, you'll see they're all they're all the same greyish. They were all maybe different colours, but they're all and then oh, but this one's like the Audi blue and the other ones the Mercedes, but
0: they're all they're all just different versions of dark blue. <laughs> so in in terms of of market and things, you you guys do a lot of competition cars, you do a lot of rally cars, um, do a lot of race
2: cars, and then so it's probably an even now. It's probably an even split between, so a little bit less than the rally car front, but, but between, let's say, competition road cars is probably
0: about uh, about, uh, about yeah. 50 50. How are those, how are you finding those sort of, I'm going to say three markets? Yeah. Um, sort of split those rally, yeah. Ferrari so, stuff, and then road. Road. So, so um,
2: we're talking about uh, competition cars. We'll, we'll stick to the competition cars. Now people want cars that either give them access to an event. We were talked about yeah. before, um, because I want a car. You know, for example, we there's a client we're looking for a car that's eligible for Monaco. It's going to be Monaco historic Grand Prix, right? And uh, and uh, he is looking for you know he'd like a 50s car to do uh to do Monaco, um, or cars with great history that are for collections. Okay. So so those are really the uh the in our in our world of the yeah. competition cars we've got the two separate. The guy that wants the collection, so he wants to line up, you know. He wants the the Ferrari competition GT car. so he's yeah. we've got a client has got a 360, a 430. Um, he's got the 458 now. We're going to look for a 488, and he'd like to have so. And that's not for racing; that's a a collection. Oh, and then there's a guy that wants to go to Le Mans Classic or or yeah. Monaco, but in something which is which is has some history, some gravitas, some some quality. So those are our two main main sort of client bases on the competition car. The rally cars, um, what we did was, rally cars were always sort of quite grassroots, but what we've done is we are, went to, s- s- along the same lines as the competition cars, we've gone to look for what are the best rally cars. Um, so that comes down to brand and results and drivers. So, you know, we've tried to unearth as many of the McRae driven Subarus. <laughs> yeah. Subaru,
0: How many are there?
2: Yeah, not, <laughs> not that many because he kept on crashing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the amount of shells that he went through. <laughs> Um, uh, and so we try and get, get sort of cars that are, you know, we all know Colin McRae, right. It's sort of quite a iconic uh, mm-hmm. figures. And so what we've done is we've gone out and tried to find them because when they finished rallying with the works, often they'd got sold to teams and they'd get, they became tools. Yeah. So now we've, we've, we've tried to gone out and try and find, right. Where's the Monte Carlo rally winning? Even if it's a, you know, focus, Where is the uh, cars that are, have important history, bring them out restore them, and they go into sort of more of collections. They are no longer tools. Because at the end of the day, Monte Carlo Rally is probably one of the most prestigious rallies. So to have a Monte Carlo Rally winner, yeah. it's a pretty cool thing, you know? Like, uh, or we believe so anyway. Um, and those don't get really used for, for events very much. Uh, we do organize uh, once or twice a year. We go to Wales and, uh, and rent nice. Sweet Lamb. But in general, they're more sort of collector pieces and get, get driven quite gently because of the, the, the history. And, you know, with a rally car, it's quite difficult because in rallying there's a lot of trees around mm. if you you know in 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 competition in circuit racing if you have a moment you might hopefully end up in the gravel in rallying you wrap around a tree and that's the car written off oh, yeah. that car oh. now they get resurrected and so on but for what we do for our clients if a car has been you know reshelled for us it's just it's there's nothing wrong with it but it's not for it's not to collect a grade yeah that's why it's quite difficult to um uh to find them so that's what we've been doing with the um uh, with the rally cars we're struggling to find the,
0: the, the missing ones now <laughs> and within those markets so the the competition cars and the rallies like are there certain cars brands that are, over the last two years, three years are starting to sort of separate themselves from the others? Are they all going up? Are they all going down? Is there some distance coming along or so there's always uh, um I mean
2: Ferrari's always Ferrari, right? In the competition worlds and in the road car worlds, Ferrari's always for some reason sort of ahead. Um yeah. but we're seeing some new brands coming uh like aston martin um uh, with the GT1 cars, the dBR nines for example yeah, yeah, yeah. they're really starting to to gain some uh, some some traction um and it's probably also due to the age they're coming into that age where they become not just an old race car it's now a collectible yeah. uh, uh collectible car so we've seen some uh, some
0: evolution there um, what's the dBR nine? what's the range on a DBR9 now
2: so you'll go for a so there's 10 works cars for a works car you'll go anywhere between two and a half and four and a half or five million pounds oh wow Um, for the private privateer cars or privately run car it'll be somewhere I don't know if you could find from, for a million pounds but sort of you know sort of under two and a half yeah not much uh, you know sort of say one and a half to two and a half million pounds
0: interesting so, yeah they, I'm, they, I'm, I'm looking back at like when I saw certain cars and you're like you th- yeah, they've moved amazing? they they've have moved, moved right Right, they, And like, everyone did say, everyone I spoke to you at the time, like a few people were like, one of these. Yeah. In not that will. long.
2: Exactly. Right. And that's been, that speaking about the DVR9s, that's really been accelerated by Lamar Classic and ERL. Yeah. So now all of a sudden it was, it was first, it was an old car out of date. No one knows what yeah. to do with it. Then after a while it gets better with age, like a fine wine and uh, <laughs> it becomes, people start to pay attention and, and, they, sound as they, sound, amazing. and they sound phenomenal, like phenomenal and when they start to gain attention all of a sudden there is a real event and a series you can go and so that just like made it boosted yeah. the value even more because now we're going to have a car that sounds good looks good good brand gets me the invite gets me the invite is also well driven is also very competitive so that's just like you know turbo boosted the uh, mm. the the values of those um, um of those cars so um uh, in the uh, in the world of rally cars i mean it's 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 group B so uh, so so and it still remains you know, uh, Lancia and, 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 and Audi in the Group B era are still, we're always like the halo <laughs> cars. And I think I think recently, you know, the blue Subarus, and again, also an age thing, right? Um, the guys that were playing Colin McRae yeah. rally are 100%. now can sort of think, you know, I can sort of, I remember seeing him rally. Now I can, I can, I can, I can own his car. That's, uh, that's, that's yeah. pretty cool, right? If you saw it, I, I always find this quite special when whether it's a Formula One car whether it's a rally car, when you like see that car, and then you remember seeing that race, I think it's and yeah. Then to think it's here, you know. When I was like ten, I never thought like, never like wow. You see it on yeah. TV, but then when you actually, I, I always find that quite a quite a special moment. I had a um, uh, I went this morning. I went to um, we delivered a, a car that we sold, and and uh, it was a road going Lancia Stratos to so a really super nice guy. Um, uh, he's got loads of Porsches, but but it, but and I said to him, I said, so you have got ten Porsches like the whole range, everything from 356 to the latest yeah. GT3 RS. And he's like, you know what, Max? Because when I was a kid, he's Italian, he was growing up in Italy, because when I was a kid, I used to watch the Strontos do the rallies and I never thought I would be able to own one. Never, ever, yeah. ever thought. And now I have it and it's here and it's in my house. It's in my house. It's That's special. Yeah. I said to him, that actually makes it really special. Like, that's, that's cool. Because he thought he would never, ever be able to own one. Isn't that great?
0: Yeah. And I, there is something that you say about seeing... Something competing on TV or, or playing with it on a console or whatever, and then being able to buy it, drive it, mm. etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and and that happens in the road car world. So coming down the last sort of section in the road car world, you know, you see that very much. And I know we state in the obvious, but but the cars from the two thousands now, we've we've all seen that they're more and more desirable. But at the end of the day the people that saw them you know the 1990s that had the poster on their wall and so yeah. on now we the some of, not everyone but some people have, have been, been successful in life they've got some extra money and they can go and buy a uh, a 930 turbo um yeah. uh, or they can buy a testarossa or they can buy an f40 you know depending on 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 the budgets or 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 a nine you know 1989 911 speedster um that's 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 that definitely makes a difference and then from there now you're in the in the car game or you're in the old car game. And not for everyone, but some people think, okay, well, hang a second, I've got a I've got a I've got a 89 speedster. Um speedster, why was it called speedster? Oh, because it was a 356 speedster. So maybe like a yeah. 19 a 356 speedster is put next to my 1989 yeah. speedster. Oh, and then there was another and then that's how collections start, and that's how you learn about cars and, yeah. and and it's great. It's 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 or great, I've got 99 and now what was against it was a I don't know, Testarossa or or it can evolve in any, it can take lots of different shapes in different ways.
0: Yeah, 100%. You've got to do that gateway drug, which was like the, I, the, I always wanted to own a whatever. Yeah. Yep. Porsche, Ferrari, bleh, Alpha, them. anything. Yeah. And then you get that and then you, you start going sideways. Yeah, exactly. And, and spirals <laughs> and ups and downs. <laughs> you try to figure out how do I buy the next one? Where is it going to come from? You know,
2: okay. that's half the fun.
0: Yeah, 100%. And then with, I guess with that stuff over time, We've got these, you know, everyone's the young people look at poster on the wall, getting older can afford it, but also cars are starting to get made in much bigger numbers. But then, is the market almost expanding at the same rate, so that therefore a thousand cars does a thousand cars feel like a lot these days? I don't know.
2: There is definitely an expansion in the market. Like, uh, I think, uh, I think in the world of modern cars, a thousand cars is sort of. Almost quite limited. It's, an, it's, it's quite sort of, sort of quite a. It's not, it's not. I mean, it's not not super limited. There's 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 obviously all the one of one, and, and there's obviously the one of ten and
0: because no one wanted it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you know people people we often often forget, and, and that's why it's quite difficult to to see. You know, what's the next? Everyone always asks me, what's the next great big thing? It's difficult. I mean, McLaren F1, you know, that last car that they couldn't sell, sat in the parking yeah. showroom. For years, I mean, four or five years, it sat there, and they couldn't sell them. You know, uh, Pagani Zondas. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was, I was talking to Horacio salesman, salesman, and he was saying to me, like, when they first launched it, they would go on tour, brochures in a briefcase, and if they sold a, a Zonda, they come back and celebrate almost like, God, oh, we could sold one more. thank yeah. God. Um. So, so sometimes it's the ones that you know that nobody wanted and now people want, and sometimes
0: um uh the ones that nobody wants still nobody wants still nobody wants because you, you could you could it's very as you say it's very difficult it's very impossible almost to predict the future without doing the standard ticking all the boxes type scenario like it's a really rare ferrari blah 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 at which point it's really expensive now anyway because mm-hmm. it's kind of they're starting to get priced in yeah. from year one um if you went what's not sold very much i feel like that's a really dangerous game <laughs>
2: I mean yeah if you've got to have the the, the balls to go in and uh and, you know if you, if, that, if that's what you're looking for you got to go get the thing that nobody wants I mean I, coming back on colors you know dealing with the old cars we we definitely when it comes to the road cars definitely love you know if you can find a a purple dino for uh, mm. for our dino um purple's quite a you know the 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 viola's quite a quite a quite a quite a rare car pistachio there's a there's a, like a sort of a pistachio green car it's yeah. like it's quite rare. There's only 15 or 20 at the time, I'm sure that when the guy ordered the pistachio green Dino, yeah. he probably went home and his wife was probably thinking, "What is that?" Yeah. And the person in the not the like, well, Why? Doing? And then that's why they only had 15. Today, if you could find an a car that was delivered originally in that color, super desirable. Yeah. Super super uh uh desirable, but who would have uh, who who would have known? And I bet you when he had a pistachio green Dino to sell as a second-hand car, he oh, yeah. was years old, I I tell you what, I bet you they painted it red to be able to sell it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: you got done like an extra 10, 20% on the on the sale. In terms
2: of um did you do the N24? I did the uh did the no Ring in 24. I think I did it. Did it, I mean, I mean, as an amateur, like very much as an amateur, literally with mates. Um, so much fun. Uh, I think I did it three terrible, I can't remember. Three times, one, two, three, four times. Four times. Um what in? Uh, three times in a in a what we used to call the mobile chicane. It was a Renault Clio, nice. a Renault Clio Cup. Yeah, um, and you know what? Those are actually some of my uh, some of my uh, my my best memories. Um, and then one time in a in a Cayman GT Four. Uh, the last time that was a, which that was, was
0: mo- which was the most fun of those two. At the risk of sounding
2: boring and old, but probably in the Clio because literally we went like four mates. With the most amateur team out there, um, sleeping in the back of the truck, and with zero, uh, zero, zero expectations. So I think uh, I think that was like you know just finishing. Yeah. in A Renault, <laughs> <a> Renault Clio. <laughs> I mean, if I think back now, I think must have been mad. But just getting to the uh, um, uh, getting to the end. I, I remember one one year that we did it. It hailed. Oh nice. It hailed. It was quite because and there's a quite famous sort of uh, sort of at the bottom of the of the um, uh, of the uh, of the foxhole. All the GT3 cars they were all on slicks and it just hailed and they couldn't, um, um, they like literally couldn't make it up the hill because like it was so cold. Was like, tires. We had started with, uh, with, uh, with wet tires and it was a front wheel drive car and they were all stuck in. Sort of, I mean, they red flagged the race, but we made it back to, yeah, back, yeah, yeah, back, yeah. no problem, just to give you an idea. But some great memories, great, great memories.
0: Finishing that, I had a sort of similar sort of experience in a C1. But finishing that first go. year, did you come back, when you came back to you again, you were like, oh, well, we finished X, now we just want to finish like higher up this time around. Did you have that perception? Yeah, And how did it pan out? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. So the first year we finished in a, I
2: uh, should like a, like a, I don't know what, what sort of the old shape Clio. Yeah. Uh, and then we thought, oh, all well, right, we finished. And we we're like, you know, I don't know, probably like second to last, but we were, whatever, it was fifth in class. Yeah. It was all, all the matter rows of the class. I mean, yeah. we're so far back. Uh, so the next year, was like, right, we need the next Clio um so uh so this is like before the turbo version the last normal last race so well, so we even like spent money and upgraded the car to get a yeah. newer model Um that didn't finish uh didn't finish uh, so well because i don't think we uh, we finished and then the last <laughs> year um i had a um uh, uh i had a little moment in qualifying where uh where um i uh, just clipped the barrier but it was fine made it back um did the race and then we were like leading our class of two cleos uh, it's probably more than that. <laughs> um, we we're leading our class and then the front suspension mount broke. And that was super exciting because cause the wheel was like sort of bending in, it came in. I was strapped in the car, they were like welding. Oh, nice. Like me in the car, like to help and safety. <laughs> literally, they were like welding the suspension arm back on because we'd like only have to do like two more laps to yeah. be able to, right, to, yeah. to, 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 to finish. So that was really good. And we like came second in our class. But I said it was like literally like I don't know five of people in the class, but what a sense of achievement! Yeah, you know you're tired. I, I, I like literally had tears in my eyes crossing the line because we like made nice. it and we were we were on the podium of the low lives. <laughs> and you know, with your mates, it was like it was it was very much a sort of friends thing. Like you yeah. know, four mates going off to Germany, great, great fun. Have have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, great fun. No pressure. Great. Fun.
0: Have you been out in the five fifty? I've been out in the five fifty.
2: Not this year actually, but um, did Lamar classic, the more classic, did the did the did the uh let's say warm up race or opening race for the le mans is 24 that a, hours is
0: that a race no. yes yeah
2: yeah le mans classic is for the for the ERLs is is definitely a race um and that was great so to, for me you know again part of the experience to be at le mans in a 550 pro drive in a, race. In a ferrari in a race you know and i was uh, i was we had a great race dicing with a with a dbr9 um it, one of my best uh, um uh, best memories i got to say that was a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal day. Like that. That, super that cool. was that was I sort of you know died and gone to heaven. That day. that was it. I was I, I I sort of thought that's it. I'm done. I, I don't think I can top this. I'm I'm definitely definitely done. I'm very lucky.
0: So something I saw. I was having a little flick back through your Instagram and stuff. For some some topics to cover. Hmm. Um, have you had a change in opinion on 2.7 RSs? Oh, massive, massive.
2: I always like thought oh, everyone damn 2.7 rs's everyone wants a 2.7 rs and and you drive them sort of you know whatever it is uh, 10 minutes whatever from here to there test drive and i always thought they were a bit bland like old 911 just an old 911 what's the what's the big deal and then uh we bought a right hand drive car which uh, which i kept for uh for nine months or something or about a year and i drove it and i really drove it drove it down to goodwood i drove it down to track days i drove it down i drove it everywhere And the, the 2.7 RS, the more you drive it, it just, you, you, I think i I'm embarrassed to say I didn't see the light. It's amazing. It's, it's so capable. It's not blisteringly quick, but from point A to point B, you know, if I need to go from here to Goodwood, I tell you what, there's very few cars that'll be more effective on an English hmm. country road. Um, it will keep up with an F40. And it was, oh, F40s. No, because it's just so easy, compliant. It's comfortable. It brakes. It's got great sort of power delivery. And, and I can put my kids in the back if I want to, or yeah. some of them anyway. I can have bags. It's, it sits just right. I am completely a transformed man when it comes to 2.7 RSs. To the point where I thought, you know what? I did all my research and I thought, you know what? Seems like quite a lot of money to have to drive every day. I'm going to buy 2.4 S. And I know everyone says they're so similar, but it's not the same. <laughs> 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 I, I, I can, you know, because everyone, because oh, I thought to myself, it was just a, it's instead of a, 2.4 liter engine, there's yeah. 2.7 liter. What's the be there is something about the 2.7 RS, and it, it just ticked so many boxes for me. I am a completely transformed
0: man. I take it all back. I take it all back. It's interesting that you can't, like, uh, as you say on paper, like, there's not a lot difference between there, there's probably there's also little bits here there, and there. There's
2: little bits there and there, and and being Italian, I'm probably a little bit, you know, sort of just the look of the RS as well when you go up to it you know, and yeah. the one I had was yellow, you know, like bright colors yeah. on the cars, you know, houndstooth interior. I had a 2.4S, which was blue. You know, I, I gave you my feelings about blue earlier on on cars and with a black interior and, and probably as a package, maybe if the 2.4S was a bit more exciting, even just in spec, I would have been a bit more excited about it. But after like, yeah. after having a, a, a sort of a signal yellow 2.7 RS, I am, I am so transformed. I'm I'm actually embarrassed that I didn't appreciate, I didn't just see the light earlier. Especially me. I mean, like, I mean, it's it's my thing, cars. Yeah. But I thought it was it was a really really good car. It's a great. So to me, I, I put cars as a point A to point B car. That's a 2.7 RS. Like you want to go somewhere, you want to you want to take your wife out to dinner, you want to go to Goodwood, you want to go away for a weekend. Great car. An F40, good point A to point A car. In other words, yeah. get up early in the morning, go for a squirt for half an hour, you come back, you park it. You've had your fix and you're done. Yeah. You don't want to be spending four days in a, an F40 driving. I mean, of course you do, but it's just a bit yeah. more tiring. Was it 27 RS is just as a, wow, all around. Yeah, off That's the go. one. Yeah. And what's, how many are there? There can't be many right-hand drive. Uh, right-hand drive. I should know this off the top of my head and I don't, but there is very Roughly. few. Wee, uh, there's like probably, how is it? A hundred and, a uh, hundred and something um, and uh, worldwide. How many left-hand drive? Uh, 1200. Okay. Yeah. So it's like ten percent. They call it okay. ten percent uh, of, uh, of the of the of the pressure. I think a it's a right hand drive. Two point seven hours. Right. Uh, five hundred. Yeah. Spot on. Spot on. Yeah, good. So and so and the, left the, the big is question. A bit less. Yeah, I mean obviously, obviously it depends on color, depends on spec, yeah. depends on restoration condition. By um, way. um, they were super valuable. They've they've come back um a little bit. For so they went like skyrocketed up in uh, mm. uh, in uh, in in price, and now they've come back. They were like 800, 900. maybe five hundred. Wouldn't be a great one. You really want to be spending sort of. Six hundred thousand pounds um and then of course then the question is you know would you have a 2.7 rs or would you have a, a Friday daytona
0: yeah which would you have
2: um i probably have both <laughs>
0: <laughs> one looks significantly more special yeah What's it's the, more more of an event what, what skew you but yeah and i a 2.7 rs looks like an old 911 there's a lot of cars that look like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: but it's sort of easy to use. It's, it's. it's I hate to say it's like oh, I buy it because I'm practical, showing my age. But there is a, there is a. I, I am a big. So I am a big fan of driving, and I think that one of the things that all of us, I say all of us, I'm exaggerating, a lot of us that love cars, we don't do enough is drive. Agreed. You know? And we, we are, we are. I, I criticize all of us because we don't drive our cars enough. And, uh, and, and to me, if I can. You know, I, I am, I've, I'm on a quest at the moment to find the coolest, the best four seat car. Um, uh, uh, so nine eleven two plus two. Um, if what? So I found the best two plus two to me. Yeah. What is the coolest, best four seat car of any? Like, mm. if you need a real four seat car, what would you, uh, what would you have? And it's not easy. Uh, it's fine. The reason why I want to try and find it is because I have a small army of children. Yeah. So I find that if I have a car that's actually got four or five, I will use it a hundred percent more literally yeah. double because all of a sudden on sunday morning i gotta take my son to football my daughter to horse riding yeah and if i only got two seats i can't all of a sudden i gotta leave in the garage i can't yeah. i can't take it so i'm uh, i'm always on the quest to find because i want to use them I, I i want to don't get me wrong i also want the two-seater that i can take for a blast but uh but but yeah it's uh it's i think that's because we don't use our cars and we need to be braver and just use them I'm just on, drive them I'm at the
0: moment in like i know Having a a two year old at the moment, or nearly two, I've just basically not driven for the last like two years, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) All the sports cars have not been used, and then now I have the the GTS, and it's got I can put him in the back seat, and he doesn't go into that much, but I know I can. Yeah, and actually, that car I use it all the time, and I think I'm sort of doing a little like a sort of softening of going, I've had some crazy cars, let's come back to I want a car that if I'm going to do something, I will just get in and use. That's kind of the mindset I'm in mean, at the moment yep. of like have one. Okay, you end up with more than one, but, <laughs> but one that, like you say, you're like I can do, use this for everything, and then if there's something else down the line pops up. Um, there was a very cool Alphaholics, like yeah. How do you how feel about cool those? Uh, that? The, oh, the four seater, yeah, the thing. Julia,
2: the Julia Super, uh, yeah. very cool. I was on the uh, moderna Centoria rally in Italy um, uh, with uh, Max Banks from Alphaholics. Yeah. And so I was like, "So, uh, <laughs> you planning to build any more of those?" I mean, I thought that was very see stuff like that. I I, I do like that. I thought that was a, that was a very cool uh, cool build.
0: You know, that's 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 a really cool. That's the sort of thing you go like, "Okay, it's it's not quite the history side of tell me more, but it's like okay, no, there's quite a lot more in this to this car mm-hmm. than like yeah, yeah, just what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't um, uh, couldn't couldn't
2: agree more. No, that's uh, that's that's cool. So, yeah, but basically, uh, a message to everyone out there. Need to drive our cars, and you know what? The more you drive them, the better they get. The yeah. more you get to know them, um, uh, and and the more people see them, more people enjoy them, more people love them. Got to share these cars with everyone. The more That's memories a, you have, more memories you have. I have a friend, colleague, actually, I'll, I'll I won't name him so that I don't shame him on your podcast, but he had a he had a three five five. He bought a three five five a couple of years ago, and it's like literally his pride and joy, which is really sweet, really like so cool that you you know put the money together and managed to get a um uh get a three five five. But literally. He would look at the weather and if it was like rain in the next like week, like yeah. where's your car? Oh no, it might rain. I'm not gonna take it out. And I said to him, I said, like, when you have kids one day and your son goes to you, so you had a Ferrari dad, oh cool. You had three, five, five. He said, What was it like? What are you gonna say? Well, I don't know, I never <laughs> drove it <'cause> it might <laughs> have gotten dirty miles. <laughs> <laughs> or do you wanna say, It was amazing. I drove it to Monaco and back and I went yeah. over the, the Bernina Pass and then I uh and I had so all these great memories and I took it to whatever the pub and the track day. That's what yeah. we wanna hear, right?
0: Hundred percent. Are you going to any of the ice events? So I think year? I'll
2: go to Saint Moritz. Um, I actually haven't been, so it's uh, on the list of uh of uh of, of events to do. But I definitely like to go to to Saint Moritz. It's
0: cool. Have you? Have you I've have not been, been, and I'm. I, let's go. I'm trying to go. I'm, I want to go. go to Saint Moritz. Let's, let's go. Um, yeah. Go and check it out. Well, I think that's been a pretty pretty good catch up. I normally finish with five questions. We've done them before a few times so i might do a little edited version I was
2: gonna say my answers will be completely different don't worry well Porria yeah each day you asked me <laughs> um,
0: if you could only drive one car sports car for the rest of your life what would it be what's that perfect four seater <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i was looking at the other day oh and now i'm gonna i'm gonna embarrass myself because i don't know the name of modern all the modern supercars what's that uh what's that uh Koenigsegg Ko- Ko- Ko two plus two called oh Their Jamara you know Jamara I mean? is it Jamara? Yeah, like, it's pretty cool. Don't, don't get me wrong, like I'm not going to spend that kind of money, yeah. but I thought to myself, oh, uh, that would be quite my uh, might have found my uh, too bad I don't have however many millions <laughs> I need to uh, to buy a brand new car, but uh, but maybe I found my perfect uh, um perfect four seater. So, um, if I could only drive one sports car, um, uh, what would it be? I, I mean, you know, now recently i we just did our christmas video um yeah. and i had the pleasure and luck of driving the uh the the 512m and i know it's quite obscure and i don't know if that counts as a as a, as a sports car but i yeah got out the car no word of a lie you can ask uh, the, the the boys in the office and i said right boys we're gonna sell everything because you only need one car and this <laughs> is it it was phenomenal Ph- phenomenal like what a car like the power the noise the gear shift the, the the handling uh, obviously i like i like the older cars the yeah. history i got out of cars like right we're selling everything this is it sell a farm sell everything we're gonna buy this car that's all you need in your life can you drive it on the road well that's the best bit so can you drive on the road i mean it's definitely not practical on the road um but a but in period um, one of the cars did the tour auto uh, and really? so there was one that was uh, road cool. registered so how cool is that and, and, uh, and uh, I've got a, f- a friend of mine who did the tour the 512 last year as well. So he got his road registered. So get a road registered. And I mean, <laughs> how cool. That, that's it. So that's at, 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 at this time around. I don't know what my answer was last time. 512M. Like leagues ahead.
0: Like phenomenal. That seeing one of those on the road. Can you imagine? Just, just like, uh, I don't know, at the pub or something or just drive past you in London. Just like. What? Five, so, sorry what <laughs>
2: five liter v12 can't see anything out of the back i mean it's it just mad that's, prototype that's it.
0: shape yeah that's it yeah very cool uh
2: most undervalued car at the moment most undervalued car at the moment i'll tell you what a ferrari can i can i go for an expensive one uh yeah. a valuable one ferrari 599 aperta
0: oh how's that how for- much are
2: they they're sort of just over a million pounds, and I know you're going to say, "Oh, that's not so much
0: money." However, five nine nine Aperta. How many? Five hundred cars? Eighty. Eighty. Okay. Eighty yeah, cars worldwide. Ferrari V12 oh, yeah, front it, engine yeah, Aperto. Yeah. yeah.
2: Open top. Yeah. Only eighty. I mean, Ferrari now limits production is like six hundred. Yeah. There's only eighty of them in the uh, in the world, and I think that that's a pretty rare, especially especially by modern standards. It's super rare. It is, and it's front engine and it's V12. And it's got a, it's has got a, it's a, whatever, Targo convertible. So to me, I think that that's in the future. We'll look back and think, God, do you remember? They were really cheap.
0: Yeah. I, I remember when they came out, they were really cool. Uh, but what's, still now they're not very loved. What's the, it's a
2: 599 GTO. Yes. Limited yes. production with no roof. Did they do a, a normal
0: one? What, what was the Super America? Was Super, that that was in then? the
2: 575.
0: Is that a 575?
2: So did they do a, did they do a later one? Um, the 575 Super America was the one, the one with like the, the, the top that, the, sort of the the, the 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 roof sort of twit. Uh, um how can you explain it it doesn't come off but it uh but it rotates. Uh oh, okay it was a glass yeah. panel that that would rotate back and rest on the uh on the uh um, on you, the back
0: Did you an F twelve? Uh F
2: twelve they Super did Super America they did an like F twelve cars or something. Yeah. It was very good yeah yeah they did like it so I think it was called like an F sixty. Yeah it was for the 60th anniversary of Ferrari being sold in uh, uh in, in America. But those are like three, four, five yeah. million dollars. Yeah. You know
0: I'm Mark my words. Along with. Go get one. Those 50th, was it 50th, 60th anniversary cars. that I oh, mean <laughs> And the 70th, like I feel like, I feel like a those A really guys, awful spec is 12 There's always a,
2: some kind of anniversary that was 70th, 50th, 60th. I don't know what, you know, blue anniversary. gotten this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Most interesting car to you at the moment.
2: Most interesting car to me at the moment is, right now is a Formula One car. So I was, I was just came mm. back from Dubai um, where I drove my first Formula One car ever Ooh. with, uh, with a, I drove the Minardi, um, 1984, uh, Minardi with a DFE and, and it, at the moment, that's the most interesting just cause it's, it's a whole new world. It's so fast. You're so connected, um, uh, to the car. It's like, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable, uh, uh, experience. And everyone says, oh, Formula. it's true. It is like, it was what, and then, and it's interesting to me because there's so much more to learn. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to going on that trip, and I want to. I want My objective is to go and drive it in Monaco in the historic Grand Prix. Um, so I want to do some testing and just. I'm never going to win, but I just want to be safe yeah. and I want to be in in the pack. And I think at the moment, a Formula One car is is what an experience. You know, if if you have the opportunity, you can. What an experience! So right now, that's the most interesting Sorry. car to me because oh. it's a new learning thing. You know, it's a completely new yeah. world of never ever. Sat in one until, and is that like an H pattern? That's an H
0: pattern, yeah, yeah. And what sort of
2: power weight? It's like six hundred horsepower and about five hundred kilos, <laughs> five hundred fifty kilos. Big slick tires. Got to get the arrow working. It's a whole. It's it's a it's a it's like a it's like a fine. It's like it's a it's a it's a. I don't say it, it's a black art. Lots of people can do it, and lots of do it do it better than me. But it is a great learning experience. experience. Yeah. Oh yeah, what what a thing! And and to say I've driven a Formula One car is that amazing. Yeah, Formula One car, amazing. That's like the. The heroin or whatever of the
0: car world. It's got to be a Formula One car.
2: You know, and then, and depending on the eras, like some people love the 70s, 80s, um, 90s. uh, I will one day, I will, I want to drive early 2000s Ferrari Formula One car. That's like my, just one of those things that's, that's, I think it would be an amazing experience. That V10, you know, screaming, howling at, was it 18,000
0: RPM? Yeah. It'll be done one day. I think when I first came to see you, you had a 90s. Schumacher, 1997. Yeah, that's 97 right. Yeah, um, first yeah That's right. Car right. that yeah. was that list. That's right. Good memory. Pretty like that, yeah,
2: that was a V12. Um, like, like super cool. That is, that's that's on the list of uh, that shape. Yes,
0: for me, it's like the, sort of the coke bottle shape. It's like, so beautiful. So it's beautiful. Perfect.
2: It's simple. Red. There wasn't winglets and wings everywhere. That is. Amazing, and then you know, couple
0: it with the engine that's revving and and the noise, and yeah, yeah, love it. Insane, insane. Right, and final question. Sorry, not final question, nearly final question. Five car garage, unlimited value, got fit in your life.
2: You know, uh, well, right now, um, uh, I'd have a formula, a Ferrari Formula One car. Yeah, just because, like, amazing, 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 amazing. Um, I uh, uh, would have a. Um, I'd have to have a pre-war car You'd, and, and I've, I think I've said it before, you know, Alfa Romeo 8C just cause it's such a visceral drive because it's sort of, it's a, that's sort of a Formula One car for the road of the 1930s. Yeah. So 8C, Ferrari, um, uh, uh, Formula One car. I have to have a rally car in there. You know, uh, my, uh, my 037. Yeah. I just love the, uh, the, 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 the driving experience. Um, and then I need two, uh, two road cars, probably a short wheelbase. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not so sporty, I'd say GTO. But sure, they said like I want a car that I can uh, that I can use. Yeah. Um, and um, and then last but not least, I want another. I'd like a supercar. I'd like a I'd like a hypercar. Would I have a have a Porsche GT one or a CLK GTR? I know the the go to is the McLaren F one, right? But I was trying to think outside the uh uh think outside the uh think outside the box.
0: There's a CLK GTR here. Yes, the there is a CLK GTR um, r looking pretty, isn't we it? We were looking at, they're just insane looking things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, insane, isn't it? They're just in, insane. Yeah. Um, There's not that, 20 yeah.
2: 25. 25? Yeah. So maybe um, I'll have a CLK GTR just because everyone else will turn up with their McLaren F1s, but I'm going to turn up in my CLK yeah. GTR.
0: That's true. What's the engine in uh, it? Mercedes v 12 uh, See, that that does pip it over the, um, over the Porsche. That's the only problem with the Porsche. Is that it's it's not a problem at all. Don't get me wrong. It's a it's a it's
2: a six you know flat yeah. six twin turbo. Which which don't get me wrong. It's amazing and it's great. However, something about a V
0: twelve. There is something about a V twelve. Although <laughs> I did try and maneuver a CLK GTR around someone's V12. impossible garage and it was actually impossible, impossible. to get in. Yeah. Impossible. Impossible to, to move.
2: move. Impossible to get in. Impossible to drive. Impossible.
0: <laughs> but we can talk about it. But yeah, pretty cool. Right. Final question. This is um, I was thinking about this the other day what's your car of the year this, car
2: of the year this
0: could be something you've driven something that's come out something that's old just like you're like that car this year
2: yeah uh you know i, I like i'm all about uh all about driving and and at the risk of uh of uh uh, uh repeating myself but uh I'm gonna to have to go back to that five twelve. I, I guess it's so it's so recent. My mm. wound <laughs> hasn't healed yet of uh, of of the five twelve, and and that was my revelation of the year and car of the year because I had never ever imagined how how exciting and and, and yeah. fun it is, and at the end of it, it's a Ferrari. It's a it's a it's a twelve cylinder five liter naturally aspirated Ferrari. I mean, what else does one want from life?
0: And it's it's a prototype that you could potentially drive on that the you road. You could potentially drive on the road. And now you I don't got know how to, good it'll be on the school run. However <laughs> you got to give it some beans on like an airfield and stuff, which is which is which is almost even that's more even fun. better. Is it I
2: was gonna say uh, even better than being on the circuit where you've got to like be precise and but just give it some beans and just hoot around. Is that the uh, is that the word? I mean and I I guess
0: how many people the filming, in the world, is that it's a very, you know, serious business, but also the goal is to put put a (laughs) smile on your face
2: and everyone watching the film so go go watch the christmas video guys and see what
0: you think go watch it right well thanks very much for coming back on the podcast always good to chat to you always good
2: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter